Live on SEN Track Southwest Gippsland 91.3 FM and SEN Track Latrobe Valley 91.9 FM. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Well, it's a big wide welcome to you wherever you might be in the wonderful region of Gippsland. I hope your weekend is tracking well so far. It's great to have your company here. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. I'm Ian Doherty, your host, right through until 5 o'clock this afternoon. And it uh, does feel a little strange, I've got to say, for this Saturday winter Saturday afternoon here at Inverloch. Not sitting next to me, Brad Sinclair. He's currently sipping a nice little uh, skinny latte somewhere on at uh, Foster Tuncurry on the New South Wales <laughs> Central Coast. But uh, great to have on board his replacement, Aidan Box. Boxy, good afternoon and welcome. Thanks, Wiz. It's great to be here. The weather's clearing up for us. It was a bit wet this morning uh, at the nest here at Inverloch. But, yeah, it's great to be sitting in Sinker's chair. Big shoes to fill. It's a bit smelly, though, isn't it? Oh, we're, yeah. We're meant to get that cleaned <laughs> this afternoon. Uh, nonetheless, so it's uh, Ian Doherty and Aiden Box will be here right through until 5 o'clock this afternoon. Someone's let a dog onto the field who's uh, uh, just done the wrong thing. He hasn't got a poo bag with him, so that's a good start for him this afternoon as well. Uh, live here at Inverloch, Congwack Football Club of the Rec Reserve. Big crowd in already for what should be an absolute blockbuster this afternoon. The top side playing host to the defending champs and a possibility for at least one of them, the double chance on the line. So plenty at stake this afternoon. All of our usual uh, segments on Saturdays in Gippsland today will be previewing West Gippsland footy and Ellenbank footy for SEN Track. We'll also be speaking to uh, West Gippsland Football Nepal Operations Manager Brett Tassari. Re-announcement for the venues for this year's final series. I think we're going to get an opportunity to speak to one of the coaching staff at the home side today, Inverloch, uh, as well as our normal segments, uh, Hot or Not and Come On Man. So plenty to get on with here this afternoon. And paint you just a picture here. Encircled by cars this ground, clear blue sky and uh, a lovely winter Saturday afternoon. Uh, how's your week been, Aidan? Just getting ready for your first one uh, on your own this week with me. Did they warn you about me? Oh, yeah, Sinkers was telling me to be careful, but no, he's wished me luck, so uh, that was a nice message from him. Um, as I mentioned, it's great to be here with you. We're in a great position here on centre wing, and yeah, the, the weather's cleared up. It's been pretty wet this afternoon, like I mentioned. Uh, as Yeah, my week was pretty busy. I've been up in the city uh, first week of uni, last semester city for boy. me. Yeah. So one more semester of studies and then I'm out of there. So. Oh, that's when they, they hand you the degree and cut your ears off. <laughs> so you don't have to listen to people anymore. See or, you later. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, uh, it's been great. And, yeah, like you mentioned, big crowd in. Uh, IK Footy Netball Club have their premiership reunion today for their 1973 seniors and reserves and 1983 seniors and 2013-4 and little under 11s. Uh, those fellas were just a year younger than me when... They won that flag, so I'm not sure how many of them will turn up. But so the under-11s have a premiership reunion, really? Yeah, past players' day. Uh, I think but they're I all in their 20s now. I was talking to a few of them before, and I think maybe a handful of them are going to rock up if they even remember that. So, uh, yeah, a bit of a past players' day. So it's going to be a great crowd in. Obviously, Lean Gather and Tarwin have buys today, so you might get a few past players from there. And on the netball courts as well, Lani Pryor, a gun wing attack for IK. She plays her 100th game today, so that's drawn a bit of a crowd as well. And it's a massive crowd already, like you mentioned, Wiz. We've had a few games of footy early, under-18s, and 
the reserves and at the, the moment. And the was a really good contest. Too. A one point win to the home side, mm. went down to the wire. It's always good to see uh, good, close, uh, under-18 contests and uh, this competition, certainly with these two clubs as well. Uh, and they've brought plenty of people to the ground. I'm looking across at the pavilion there. There's uh, plenty of people taking the seats up there and all around the ground. We're three or four cars deep in certain parts there in bright sunshine. And the ground looks like it's holding up OK. You had a walk across it before. Aiden? Yeah, it's a little bit greasy, but uh, honestly, one of the best grounds in, take, in terms of taking up water. Uh, and there was a fair bit last night. We got a few meals of rain, so it's a little bit greasy underfoot, but the few games that we've had today, it's playing quick still. Obviously, it's, it's a dead pocket down to the netball end uh, across from us. So to the left-hand side of the dial, a lot of play will be played down there. It's sort of the wind the tracks to that side, to the sea end mm. of the ground, you could say. Don't know how strong that bruise is. Downhill, we'll call it. Yeah. Because it is a little bit uh, lower than the other end. Of course, in the AFL last night, uh, a, a mighty win by the Western Bulldogs over Richmond. They're pretty much putting an end to any chances that Richmond thought they might have had of playing in September this year. Yeah, well, Richmond sort of looked like they were just shell-shocked and they weren't really putting in too much effort after half-time. But, gee, uh, my, my main takeaway from it was if the Bulldogs play like that... I'm not sure there's too many that can go with them. The engine room was humming with Pelly. How good is he? Best player in the competition. Well, he was on fire last night. And Tom Libertoro, probably the most underrated player I've seen in my lifetime. He's an absolute star. He's been away, that way for a while, hasn't he? My question is, uh, those who want to go with them and all that, as, as you've put it, but it could be um, that they were allowed to do that last night by... Um, really an inferior opposition when it's all said and done. They have no great year. You know, the coach walks out after nine games and uh, they've got a temporary guy in there at the moment. Uh, some of their leaders are getting towards the end. So, yeah, maybe uh, it's um, not ideal for them. They wouldn't say it's been their best year. They don't like travelling to Marvel either, apparently. Oh, well, they <laughs> well I'm in a, f a footy tipping comp with the family. In the end, that was the only reason I didn't tip the Tigers because <laughs> it was at Marvel. They don't like Marvel. And they actually did look pretty empty last night. So I feel like everybody's following Dimmer's advice there. I think a few of them left after quarter time. And it didn't get better, so fair enough. No, fair enough too. Now, there's plenty going on locally and um, lots of milestones going on. You mentioned... Uh, Firstly, that today there's a, a past player function on at uh, Invlock Congwack today. There was one last week. Uh, where were we last week? Uh, Kilcunder Bass. That's right, down at Killy Bass. Repeat reunion. Yeah, they were. Now, there's some good news coming up here, and I see this for the Nyora Football Club. Luke Tal uh, Taliaferro today plays his 200th senior game. And sticking with Ellenbank for just a moment, I like this one too, Lang Lang Footy Club. Daniel Fry has been re-signed for season 2024 as senior coach. Now, just to uh, give a bit of background information, Daniel was the senior coach at Longwari when they won the 2019 grand final over Ellenbank in that competition. A good appointment, and I think he's getting some traction down there uh, at uh, Tigerland. Uh, into uh, West Gippsland action today, and there's a massive milestone there. I'm, I don't know if you'd be aware of this one, but I know some people are going along to this and paying tribute to him and his family, a, a great family as well, I believe. 300 senior games today to Coraline captain Tim Payne. And congratulations to Payne on getting to that milestone. Still playing some really good footy as well, Tim Payne. Terrific. And a great leader down there uh, at the Cobras. So that's a big occasion uh, down at Coraline. And uh, well done to Tim Payne on that one. I noticed during the week there's some signings going on 
on at uh, Kiwi Rup Footy Club. They've uh, re-signed their skipper, Tim Miller. Uh, both the Voss boys, I believe, have also re-signed, as well as young Cam uh, Camerano. So they're key players in what would be a resurgence there. And I think Miller is an important one. He played terrific footy last week for the Demons as well. So that's th their important signings as well. Sure are. I've got a few from the Mid-Gippsland Football League. So mm -hmm. Joel Sinclair at MDU. He plays his 100th game. Congratulations to him. Nice work. And we've got a big one. 350 games. Dylan Zudemar at Stony Creek. That's a great milestone. Congratulations to him. 350. Not many can do that. So, Dylan, I wonder what his nickname is. Everybody's got a nickname. What do you call Dylan Zudemar? What do you call him? Just a... Zooey. Z <laughs> I don't know. Dill, maybe? I don't know how, how simple you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. Oh, I don't know. What else you got? We've got Matt Watkins at Fish Creek, the other creek down there. He plays game 200. And mm -hmm. we've got a few signings. Uh, we've got down at Malara, we've got a senior coach for 2024, Brandon Mason. So they've made a signing there, the Demons, mm -hmm. to take them into the next season. And one the other way at Hill End. Uh, they'll feel farewell their coach of six years, Mike Santo, at season's end. Very good. Um... Yeah, he's, he's done very well there too, Mike, uh, for a prolonged period of time. And just to the uh, green teams, that we call them, the yellow team, the high-vis team, La <laughs> uh, Trove Valley Umpires Association and the secretary of that association today, Dan Swallow, comes up with 350 games. Uh, well done to him, including nine grand finals. Gee, he's been busy. But talking about busy, this guy must be also La Trove Valley uh, Umps Association, August 5, which I think was... Uh, Oh, that's this week. Uh, Peter North, 900 games. Started in 1982. Looks to me like he's a goal umpy. Uh, and well done, Northy. Uh, 15 years on the committee there for the Trove Valley Association, but 900 games. I wonder how many goals he's seen. Well, can you imagine how many goals he's signalled? How many times he's... Uh, he's run into the middle there, looked up into the air, then slapped himself on the <laughs> chest and all the histrionics that go with it. Uh, terrific. Well done to Peter North there. 900 games. Well, plenty going on here. As we say, the crowd is building. This is Saturdays in Gippsland on SEN track. And uh, we're in the Alex Scott and staff broadcast unit on the outer side of the ground here. We're facing the social club and there's a lot of people over there too, Boxy. Lots of cars around. Bright sunshine here. And I can't see the scoreboard at the moment, but it looks like a lively reserve grade contest going on as well. Uh, OK, so we're going to be talking a little later to Brett Tassari, who's the operations manager for the West Gippsland League. I think we're talking about getting... Uh, Lee Cole. Lee Cole, the assistant coach from Inverloch. And I don't know if you can see him, but he's on his way around here, but he, he's due here after our first break. Uh, so we'll be talking to him as well. And you've got... Uh, You've got a couple of uh, come on mans lined up for later on as well, haven't you? Sure do. And uh, don't forget hot or not. So plenty going on here. Hey, uh, let's quickly talk about the West Gippsland competition. Wouldn't mind. Uh, we'll preview the action this afternoon. Um, I'll put my footy record down. I can't see where I've put it now. Uh, <laughs> with who's playing who this afternoon. You've got it in front of you anyway there. Let's rail through some of the games uh, in the West Gippsland comp today. So if the one we're calling today isn't the biggest, then it's this one at Coralin. They host Phillip Island, a massive contest. Massive. Two top four teams there. 
And they always seem to play in close ones, those two sides. They do. And we remember the 2019 grand final, of course, uh, Sinkers and I called that one uh, for Red Onion, where you come from, as well as to the local community station on a wet day. And I think uh, the island got up by four points yeah, that, that was day. It was an absolutely fantastic contest. Uh, interesting, the island coming off their first loss since round two last weekend. Uh, and interesting, they also lost Hayden Bruce with a broken cheekbone uh, under some friendly fire, I believe, late in the last quarter last week against the Dusties. Now, it seems as though Bruce uh, with a broken cheekbone. We're not going to see him again unless, uh, unless the island go deep into the finals, they tell me. It's a massive out. Uh, we were speaking off air. He's definitely, well, if not the best, he's, he's top three in the competition at the moment. We mentioned that he's probably very close to leading the league medal at this stage. He's definitely Philip Island's best player. He's had a great return season in the midfield mm -hmm. and he just lights them up with his left boot. He's, he's great run through the ground. He works hard both ends and he's definitely a, one of the premier mids of the competition. So, yeah, I, I wonder how that, that loss affects Phillip Island, especially in a massive game like today's is with a big midfield yeah. in Coraline. Well, Cam Pedersen will tell you, one again, the Clarkson uh, method, one soldier goes down, another one stands up. And they look, to be honest, they've got plenty of depth there, but he's really been the playmaker, no doubt about that, and apparently ran into his skipper, Jack Taylor, and sustained that injury, obviously, clearly by accident. Uh, also, Coraline, of course, we mentioned Tim Payne, their skipper, celebrating 300 senior games today. It's a big occasion at that football club, and the island coming off a loss. That could be an absolute barn burner, that one. Uh, who else have we got uh, lining up today in the West so, Gippsland Comp? Down at Darlston, they'll host the Warrigal Industrials. Oh, you'd reckon the Dusties get that done. They've had a mighty win last week over the island at home. They, They've got to back it up with this one. This they, is one they should These win. two sides played in a pretty crucial game for the Dusties season earlier in the year when they didn't have the best start. and It was one of the wins they really got to ignite themselves. Yeah. At Beswick Street, the Stars host the Panthers. I think watching the Panthers last week, they get that one done easily. Oh, well, I think they ought to themselves to continue that form and get on with it this week. They, uh, In the past, that might be one they've dropped. I think if they're going to show, it, show us a, a sign that they are improving, they've, they've got to win that one. The Ruppers, they fell last week, but they should get the job done and bounce back against Bunyip at home. Agreed. And Nanagoon host Coen in another potential bloodbath. Well, Bloodbath, it could be. You just want... Uh, and then, look, their form's been pretty good in the last couple of weeks, the Giants. Fermanis has been doing a good job there. They kicked forward our match of the day when we were there a few weeks ago in the rain, and then they led them to a really good win last week as well. So They're going in the right direction. Yeah, they'll rate sure. themselves today. And the funny thing is, and what we, we saw the Goon beat um, Inverloch a couple of weeks ago, but funny things can happen in footy. Now, if Karen Burra get up today and beat Nana Goon, which is unlikely, I'll say that, but if they do, we're looking at a scenario where Nana Goon beats the undefeated top side and then lose to the second bottom side. It'd be nice to see the competition that even. Um, it would be an absolute... Not, I'm not going to say use the word miracle, but it would be an absolutely remarkable performance today if the Giants got up at Nano Goon, you'd have to say. It, it sure would be. They had those back-to-back -back wins and then they've been on the road the last two weeks against the reigning Premier and Nano Goon. So sometimes the fixture can bite you in the backside. 
It can do. It can. And we're going to talk about today's fixture here a little later on in the show. Uh, but that's what's going on in the rest of the world in the West Gippsland competition. We'll preview Ellen Bank a little later on. Uh, it's time for us to go to a break now when we come back. Hopefully our first interview will have arrived here. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. And uh, we're going to take a break now and back with more right after this. Live on SEN Track, Southwest Gippsland, 91.3 FM, and SEN Track, Latrobe Valley, 91.9 FM. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Great to have your company. We're live here at uh, the Inblock Kongwak Football Club for this afternoon's uh, SEN Track match of the day as the Sea Eagles will play host to the defending champs. Uh, later on this afternoon. But for Saturdays in Gippsland, this week's guest is uh, part of the coaching staff at the home club here this afternoon. Very lucky to have him join us. Lee Cole, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Oh, hang on, that's my fault. I was supposed to turn that on. There you go. I've just finished bloody telling Aidan how to turn his microphone on, and I did it, mate. Thanks for making the trip across the ground. We've spoken to you before. This is a big day, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think the last time we spoke was when we played Turidan as well. So Might yeah. have been, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Turidan's grand. Yeah, it's another big day. Um, chance to test ourselves against the good sides in the competition again. So. Yeah, well, at the moment, though, the defending champ, and they're coming, and they're probably after your crown at the present minute. It's uh, really come down to that, and there's a double chance on the line, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. I think double chance is so important to everyone yep. going into that final series. You know, the chance to potentially win two games, to win a flag versus four. Yeah. Finishing in third spot. So, so uh, this is a little different to last year for you guys here in the sense that you've had an opportunity with the top position here to maybe manage a few people coming up to the finals where you wouldn't have had that luxury last season? Yeah, we, uh, we've spoken about that with the players. We actually planned to try and manage a few last week but none yep. of them put their hand up to sit out of games. So, <laughs> so actually, I don't think we're actually managing anyone at the moment. Yep. All the guys that are out of our side are out injured. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we caught you guys a couple of weeks ago out at the Goon. An unexpected loss. What have we learned from that? Um, yeah, a little bit. We said to the players after the game, you know, like we were winning all the time, you're papering, papering over some of the things that you might not be doing so well. Mm. Um, and then if you lose, do you go to the extreme and say, oh, you know, really try and identify what it is? We try and stay pretty balanced about mm. what it is. We've reviewed every game pretty similar. Um, yeah, I, no one wants to lose. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's hard to stay up. It's a long, tough season. It's hard to stay up every week. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just looking at the team, young Jarvis Harvey makes his debut today. He's the eighth under-18s. Uh, player to debut this season. Talk to us about that development at the club. Yeah, it's um, obviously juniors are pretty strong here, so we have that luxury of being able to bring guys through. I mean, they all deserve an opportunity to play as well. They've played some really good football mm. at under-18s level, so yeah, to bring eight of them through. Um, Arch Turlick, who's still an under-16, I think this is his fourth or fifth game in a row. Yep. For us, he's held his spot um, on his form. He's been playing some really good football, but yeah, it's a great opportunity for Jarb to come out and, and have have an opportunity to play for us today. It's probably in an area that we're sort of lacking in at the moment with some of our forwards out as a key forward to get down there and carry that load. We haven't us. missed him in the Colts because they had a narrow win today without him. So Yeah, they did. They reversed their result from last time. Around. I think they lost by a point at Turidan last time they played, so it was a great result for them. That rain last time, that third quarter, really sort of stuffed things up, didn't it? Yeah, it was pretty horrendous. Um, oh, well, they should have called it off, frankly. But yeah, the, the way the wind was blowing, then those gusts at the start of the third quarter, yeah, I was quite happy where I was sitting and yeah, on the ground. I, I reckon we could have set up camp for an hour or so and wait for it to pass. It was all right after that. Yeah. 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 We have the return of, uh, well, you have the return of Corey Casey uh, and Shem Hawking 
uh, coming off a game last week, I think. What's it like to have two players who have been obviously so important for the last couple of years back in the side as, as senior and more experienced heads? Yeah, it's great. Um, it obviously helps with depth around the club as well. But, um, yeah, Corey's probably not one that we, we thought that we'd get this year, but things have worked for us and he's uh, come back late in the season. And Shem's been sort of trying to get his body right this whole time. So he's had a couple of games in the twos, had a week off, and then he's come back through the senior side. So it's great to get those guys back in the mix. Uh, if you just join us, we're talking to Invlock Kongwak, uh, senior assistant coach Lee Cole, uh, three-quarter time here in... Oh, no, half-time, sorry. Half-time? Three-quarter. Three-quarter it is in the reserves out there. And as the siren goes, your men come out and start doing a bit of a warm-up. Your role as senior assistant... Uh, this close to start time in a game, what are you normally doing? We've interrupted you, we've dragged you across the ground to the uh, to the country box, but what would you normally be doing? Uh, not a lot, to be honest, at this time. We've just finished our um, team meeting, so yep. we have our team meeting uh, sort of half-time in the, in the twos game. Mm-hmm. Um, always been one that sort of lets the play, leaves the players alone by this time. You sort of float around. If they've got any questions, you'll answer those, but, yeah, it's their time to prepare, and each player does it differently and sort of give them their own space to do what they need to do. Yeah, good O. And uh, I'm looking out there just, just scanning because I know you won't tell me if there's any late changes, but it's hard to recognise these boys with no, their hoodies no, on. No late changes as listed, so. Well, that'll be a first for any club in this competition <laughs> this year. I know Brad Sinclair will be listening. He'll laugh his head off at that one. But it'll be great to see a team come in unchanged. Usually when you see them unchanged on Play HQ, that means that they're hiding something. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, not this week. I think we're pretty good. We just put out the side that's that's lining up on a that Thursday night. Yeah, so, yeah. Enough too. I mean, you can't help. Can't launch. do any more than that. Yeah. So how do you get it done today against these guys? They're um, the defending champs, by the way. They're, they're, you've got to come and take it off them, haven't you? Yeah, that's right. Um, I think the challenge is there for us. We, we've spoken about we probably haven't played our best football since the bye. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been a little bit off. That's not through attitude or intent or any effort or anything like that. We yep. just probably haven't been as sharp as what we were earlier in the season. So that's, that's our main challenge is really focus on us and how we're moving the ball and we know we're going to play finals where we finish we're not quite sure but we know we're going to be there so it's about making sure we're in good condition going into those games well but you'd have to throw up all over yourself at this point to miss the double chance you would imagine but uh for them they're playing for a double chance so th- there's a lot at stake for them yeah absolutely it's a big game for them as we've got they drop this one it gets real hard to defend their title doesn't it yeah it does um obviously yeah we're, we're sitting a little bit better than uh Turin and philip island at the moment but yeah obviously they'll be chasing that pretty hard today so that'll be their main focus and understanding if they drop this one then that chance probably slips away for them yeah okay and uh, the influence of uh, McCaffer normally have you got a plan around that around uh, him not him specifically just more as their of their mids yeah our mids and their mids and how we play and how we'll structure up there but um look they've got good players all over the ground um we've got to be mindful of that but at the same time we've We've given our guys a lot of confidence in the way that we play our football this year, that it's good enough to get the job done, and we need to make sure that that's our priority. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Mate, I really appreciate you wandering across for a quick chat. We're glad you did. You've done it before. We can always rely on you, mate. Thank you for that. Uh, and uh, we'll let you go and get ready with your boys, and good luck for today. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers. That's Senior Assistant Coach Lee Cole there from the uh, Inverloch Conwack Footy Club. Thanks, Lee. All the best, mate, uh, as he um, heads down to catch up with his players as they go through their warm-up there. Out on the ground here, three-quarter time in the reserve. I was just craning my neck there to see if I'd get a score in the reserves, but I can't. I believe last time I checked, with a couple of minutes to go, Inverloch led 35-18. to Turret and Delmore kicking in accurately. I think they had two goals, six. Mm, OK, all right. And we haven't noticed any uh, faces out there that are new or any late changes, certainly for 
uh, in block and hopefully for the Turidan boys as well. They look like they could be as selected, which would be remarkable, no doubt about that one. All right, it's time for us to keep moving here on Saturdays in Gippsland. It's time for a little segment that we call Hot or Not. Hot or Not for Donalda Motors, home of Mitsubishi's tractors and farm machinery. Hot or Not, thanks to Donalda Motors. Home of Mitsubishi's tractors and farm machinery. I'll get started, uh, Boxy. Uh, see if you can follow with this one. Kuirup is a great spot for the West Gippsland final. Is that hot or not? Oh, I reckon that's real hot. I think. Hot and wet, but it ain't no good if you're in the jungle. Hot and wet. Okay. <laughs> Ranch. Could uh, be both. Hopefully you get a dry grand final this year. Well, That'd be all right. I think it'd make a nice change, wouldn't it? Yeah. Geographically, it's in the middle of all, a lot of those clubs up that way. It's quite close yeah. to the highway. But the actual deck itself is it it's, usually yeah. pristine. It's top class. And it's the space they have for the parking and, and, you know, getting getting people in the joint. The netball's nice and close, so you get the double atmosphere. Hmm. I think it's a great choice. I'll, I'll go as far to say that that uh, playing surface is as good as any in the region and that includes you know Gippsland Luke venues etc so uh, it's it's plenty good enough uh, just speaking of that grand final day we'll be hearing from uh, League Ops manager Brett Tassari a little later on in the show where he's going to announce uh, the finals venues formally I think they've come out on socials anyway so most people could see it but it was voted on this week so he'll confirm those for us a little later on in the show your turn uh, boxy. So I've got one of my own here and I've been looking quite hard over recent time over the successful teams this season mm -hmm. and my one is the playing head coach is the way to go from now on into the future. Hold or not? Whoa, that's uh, that's out of left field. I'm going to say not. 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 So uh, the reason I brought that up is yeah. because you see, obviously, the league leaders, they just chose to go with Tom Hams this season. You've yep. got Phillip Island with Cam Pedersen being quite mm -hmm. successful and Cora Lynn, who were sort of just treading water for a little bit there. They had the return of Sean Sparks into the team and yep. almost stole that one from the reigning champs a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And you also see... The turnaround at Carnborough thanks to Paul Fermanis, who was thrown into the deep end, really. Absolutely. Into the it, 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 that job chose him. He didn't chose it. So chose it. I think they're doing really well, but obviously uh, Turret and Delmore, they're, they're probably the outlier. They're, they're doing quite well with, with Gillespie, who obviously isn't uh, playing himself. And you could argue perhaps one of the better local footy coaches in the state, in all honesty, in terms of the impact he has. Uh, Harnett Singh, of course, back-to-back -back flags at Vermont. Um, we know what he did at Maul before that. Uh, and he doesn't play. So uh, I think um, the playing coach is a thing of the past at the top level. And I think in country footy, it's been a little bit slower to take on and for obvious reasons. But I, I don't see a massive future in it. I'll be honest, I was sceptical of it at the start of the season when yeah. obviously Ben Samales and Bo Vernon, two of the greats of this competition. Yep. Uh, they obviously both vacated their jobs and I thought, oh, I don't think it's the way to go. But it's been successful this season. We've only got a small sample size, sure. so we'll yeah. see what happens in the future. No, that's fair. That's fair. I guess the jury's still out, but I'm calling it not. Um, it's a good question by you all the same. Uh, right, my turn. The Dusties win against Phillip Island last weekend means that the top six teams can all have a chance at winning the flag this year. Is that hot or not? Flaming hot, I reckon. That's yep. hot. Oh, oh. Mm, okay. I, I am really high on Warrigal and what they can do in a final. I think they are they are just custom built to rock up in a final and spoil someone's day. Yep. 
because we saw that fairy tale run last year. They probably had no right making that run, but they play high pressure football and they outplayed Phillip Island last week. They did a yep. similar thing at Western Park to the well, top side. Well coached. It, exactly. <laughs> and and they, they press you, they make you play that, that boring down-the-line football that you yep. don't see the top sides play, and then they get you out the back, and yeah, boy, are they powerful. He gets it. Oh, I, I think you're absolutely right. What's next? You got another one, or is it my turn again? There you go. Right, there's one. Try that one. So even if Puong lose to Lang Lang today, they'll still make the top five, hot or not? That's hot. I reckon that is hot. Pretty, uh, pretty hard to not be successful when you've hot. got... Oh, by the way, Jack I mean, Hayes and Donk. Yeah, you're right. And I, um, I, I actually think Lang Lang are well coached. We talked about that before, but I, I think Puong are as well, and they're just getting some traction now with their new coach this year. They'll they'll be okay, and they'll get a final with him this year. They'll make it. There's no doubt about that one. All right, uh, the the Golden Boot competition for the Gippsland League will come right down to the wire. Is that hot or not? Oh. That, that's a tough one. <laughs> I'd have to do a bit of research on to who who Terrelgan and Wanthaggy have, have to in the run home, but I'm going to call that hot. I yeah, think I agree. Eddie and McGuinness. No, you're hot. Uh, it's two massive talents, obviously. Uh, I actually had the pleasure of playing with Cooper for a number of years in the juniors, and he's he just knows where they are. He is one of the most clever forwards in the region. Well, old mate, it, uh, the parrots could still come up behind and uh, pinch it off them as well, potentially. So uh, it's absolutely possible. You're right. I think that is hot. Uh, one more before we go to the break. Mid Gippsland uh, is, or the Mid Gippsland sleeping giant is the Fish Creek Footy Club. And it's awoken. And the rest of the league should be very, very worried about Fish Creek. Is that hot or not? Oh, I'm going to go not here. Hmm. Not. I, I think they can make a run. I don't think they have enough to worry the sides at the top that have put working across the season. Well, we don't get to see them play because we're here, right? But all reports are, and that their best footy is absolutely good enough. So my answer will be, if they play their best footy, that's absolutely hot. Yeah, I think so. Cheese, uh, look at the time. That's for Donelda Motors, your official Mitsubishi and tractor dealer in Gippsland. is Donelda Motors, Mafra and Bensdale. That was hot or not for this week. Uh, we've still got plenty to come here on Saturdays at Gippsland. We're going to take a break right now. And when we come back, we'll have Come On Man and hopefully we'll be talking to League Ops manager Brett Tassari about finals venues. Plenty to come still on Saturdays in Gippsland. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this. Live on SEN Track, Southwest Gippsland, 91.3 FM. And SEN Track, Latrobe Valley, 91.9 FM. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Saturdays in Gippsland, live here at Inverloch Congwack Footy Club. And uh, plenty going on in the world of West Gippsland footy, in particular, Allenbank footy too, for that matter. But when it comes to West Gippsland footy, we're very lucky enough to have on the line the operations manager for the West Gippsland competition, Brett Tassari, BT. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. G'day, Ian. How you going, mate? Very well. It's only uh, Ian and Aidan here. No, Brad Sinclair, he's run away to live on the Central Coast. Unreal, isn't he? Hey? I know he's listening too. Yeah, he'll be having his third almond chai mid-strength latte 
down there by the uh, Yacht Club. No doubt about it, and good on him too. Uh, I hope he doesn't miss us too much. Now, BT, big meeting this week for you guys, and uh, I think you've had your vote, and you can actually finally tell us where the finals are going to be. Yeah, mate, yep. I, uh, I uh, had to laugh, though, even before I do. Uh, SEN being SEN, mate, I hadn't even left the meeting. Um, and you already had the scoop. So, uh, so well done to your, uh, your station, mate. I don't know where your spies are, but they're everywhere. Oh, I can't. I can't say too much, but let's just say Scoop Watson is. Uh... <laughs> I, I got the notification on Twitter or X, as you can call it these days. Yeah, that what I was right onto it. Yeah, he was all over it yeah, like no, stink on a monkey. I think it was the worst kept secret in the world. Anyway, though, mate, I, I just had to confirm a couple of things, but yeah, I, I can confirm, mate, uh, where the finals are now. Nah, good stuff. Off you go. Where we start? First week is the elimination and qualifying rounds. Um, where are we playing? Yeah, so the first. First weekend, mate, we're going to showcase our first final at the Inverloch Footy Ground. Oh, where uh, we are today. Netball and yep, which is uh, in mint condition, both and great facilities. So Inverloch get the first Saturday, and yep. then we travel to Warrigal, mate, for the uh, for the Sunday game. Oh, very good. OK, busy weekend, no doubt about it. And the second weekend, and this is the weekend of Saturday the 2nd, Sunday the 3rd of September, semi-final weekend. Where's it all being played? Yeah, yeah mate, we're heading to... Uh, to uh, arguably one of the best uh, grounds in uh, in Gippsland, and that's Narnagoon. Um, yep. That has the uh, the semi final, and then on the Sunday when it's the back, mate. Down to Bass for the Sunday semi, yeah. Yep. yep. And that's and the, the and I, I I, I sorry, get that, those. All right, sorry, buddy. I get those mixed up actually. Which is the major semi and the so the second semi is the main semi and the other one. So which we don't know which one's which for those. So the, the second semi, so the, the top the top two teams will play off the Carnarvon. Right. Okay. And, and then the, the first semi is at back. Yep. Got it. Got it. Uh, what, they're both terrific venues, and we saw Bass last weekend. The surface is in really good nick as well. So preliminary final day. Where are we heading? Very good. Looking forward to that one as well. And I'm led to believe that's a, a, a terrific facility at the present minute and it should be a good one. Yeah, no, Darlton, I was just there this morning watching the, uh, the under-16s and um, really in mint condition, Darlton. And, and Greeny and his ground staff will have that ground looking a picture for preliminary final. Ah, Greeny. Okay, so he's in touch with the ground staff there, Boxy. He knows uh, BP. There's nothing he doesn't know. No one he doesn't know. This man, very, very well connected. Uh, now, finally, uh, I don't think we've got a drum roll sound effect in the background uh, back at the studio, Blake. Sorry to drop that on you, but we were talking about this earlier on in Hot or Not. But grand final day, Saturday the 16th of September in the West Gippsland competition. The grand final will be played at... Chewy Rup. Cooey Rub Footy Club, excellent, well done. And I'm excited about that, I know that's a wonderful facility. Uh, actually, Ian, I've just been there and I've just left to head for Inverloch and that ground is pristine, absolutely pristine. Ah, beautiful. Lovely, lovely stuff. All right, so, well, it has been a very productive week for you then, BP, and your first season in the role. You've been able to lock in the finals venues, and uh, we've got some great venues there as well, so that's terrific, mate. Well done. Nah, really excited, really excited. Uh, I have to say, Ian, um, just listening to you hot or not, as I was uh, driving home to Chewy Rupp, um, the six teams playing off in the finals, 
every one of them can win on their given day. So how good yeah, is that? Spot on. It is. Uh, it, that is hot. No question about it. And uh, with those venues as well, we're uh, set to watch some exciting footy. And it's only a few weeks away. Of course, round 16 action this afternoon in the West Gippsland competition. So we're not far off the final series getting underway. BP, we're going to let you go. Uh, drive very, very carefully. We'll probably see you loitering around here at Inverloch a bit later on this afternoon. Yes, I will, mate. Good on you. Thanks, B uh, BT. Uh, look after yourself, pal. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Dave. Good luck, Boxing. Thanks, BT. Have a good one. There we go. All right, so League Operations Manager there, Brett Tassari. And just to finalise that, the finals again, Saturday the 26th, uh, qualifying final, I think that is, at Inverloch. Sunday, 27th, elimination final at Warrigal. Saturday the 2nd of September, second semi-final at Nanagoon. First semi-final, the lesser of the two, or the minor semi-final, if you like, was Sunday the 3rd at Bass. Preliminary final day, Saturday 9th of September at Dalston. And grand final day, Saturday, September 16 at the Cooey Rupp Footy Club. We've got some good venues there too, Boxy, haven't we? Yeah, some of the best in the league, which is what you'd expect. Uh, I agree with BT when he said that uh, both Cooey Rupp and Nanagoon are elite surfaces. They're definitely some of the best in Gippsland. He wasn't wrong at all. I've had the pleasure of going to both those grounds this year. It's just it's just tremendous to look at uh, the way they're prepared and, and how well the footy is played on top mm. of surfaces like that. We've seen a couple of them in the last couple of weeks and they look terrific. No different to this one, actually, looking out here today. It looks, uh, in fact, with the sun shining at the moment, you could easily say we're hosting a final today with a big crowd in and uh, the surface itself looks absolutely immaculate. So finals on the horizon, venues announced, grand final day at Cooey Rupp. Uh, and thanks to uh, BT for that one. All right, uh, keep going here with Saturdays in Gippsland. It's time now for a segment we like to call Come On, Man. 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 All right, uh, Boxy. Now, I know you had some practice with this last week. We walked through it together, and you got your own homework done on a couple of these. Uh, do you want to go first? I'll let you go first. Yeah, so I've got one out of the APS. So Halebury had a bit of success on the weekend, and the legendary Matty Lloyd was at the helm, and he got a bit excited on the Bacardi, Bacardis, and he got in a bit of trouble, Wiz. So unfortunately, they slapped him on the wrist and gave him a suspension, but... He's coaching them again this week. So, suspension, come on, man. Yeah, come on. Come on, man. Yeah, Lordy, he's uh, slapped on the wrist with a wet uh, lettuce leaf there, but uh, very good. But the Bacardi bruises can knock you around. Apparently he missed his gig on the Sunday footy show on the Sunday. Be careful, Lordy. Uh, as a result. All right, here's uh, mine. Uh, now, media commentator in the UK, a fellow by the name of Piers Morgan, and I know you've heard of him, but I think most of our listeners would have as well. Here's the quote from the entire Ashes series. He says, we won the moral, Ashes. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, I don't know. So what, how do they do that moral ashes? Do they burn his morals and put the ashes of those in an urn and hand them well, out? Or? I wonder what that new urn looks like. I, I didn't know we were playing for that. The moral ashes. Anyway. Well, that sounds like a prize that we all need to win there. Gee, does get a bit passionate, doesn't he, uh, Piers? Anyway, did you sure have does. one more? I've got one more from the world of soccer, or football as many call it, and it's around French superstar Kylian Mbappe, who was offered... $776 million to play for one season for Saudi club Al-Halal and turned his back on $776 million. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. 
770. I would have done it for half that. I'm just saying. I, you know, would have not that been, I want to undercut him, but you would know. have been the most, the highest paid athlete in history. Seven hundred. Have you worked out how much that is again? There was a big breakdown, and I think it was upwards of a thousand dollars a minute or something. How many, how many like games that. do they actually play? I'm oh, not not too across the Saudi Arabian League, but we most saw Chris play like 25 games, 30 games. Let's divide it by 30 games. Yeah. Ah, oh, 26 pounds a second. Well, it actually works out according to this: 25.8 million a game if they play 30 games. Or I know there's someone saying uh, we did hear, and thanks back in the studio, Blake letting us know that it's. Uh, what did you say it was? Something a second. 26 pounds a second. Uh, well, I wouldn't get out of bed for anything less than 20. So, anyway. Mind you, he's still in his early 20s, so... Yeah, he's got... Oh, I hope he's got good super then. <laughs> uh, he's got to stoke up the super fund because he might need it, you know, to pay off his new Learjet or something. Anyway, that was Come On Man for this week. Well, I think we have to lift our game for next week with more Come On Mans, but we're heading in the right direction, no doubt about that. Uh, this is Saturdays in Gippsland here. We're not far off uh, heading back to the studio here. About 13 minutes before 2. So I'm for us quickly to preview the Ellen Bank action this afternoon. Uh, if you pull that one up on your screen there. Who's playing who today, this afternoon in the Ellen Bank comp? So we've got the SEN match of the round at Puong today. They host Lang Lang in a big one there. That's a monster. I'm, I'm big on this, but I actually think Puong are going to get that done. We've got Nearham South hosting Trafalgar. This is a mini-final series in Ellen Bank. Uh, well, even though the other two aren't going to... Well, one of them's not going to play finals. These two, what is it, second or third against fourth or second against third or something? So we've got Pu Wong and, and Lang Lang, fifth and sixth, and Niram and Trafalgar, third and fourth. Yeah, there we go. That's going to be a beauty and a lovely place to watch footy too at, uh, at Niram. So uh, that'll be a beauty. I'm going for the Cats there. I think they'll get up. We've got Allen Bank and Long Worry at Allen Bank. So that'd be a good game. That's a replay of the 2019 Grand Final. And uh, for mine, uh, Ellen Bank will get up. The Eagles will do that reasonably easy, I think. And we've got Nyora hosting Yarragon. Um, this will be closer. It looks like this is a pretty good fixture this weekend for Ellen Bank. Again, Nyora at home, they're probably a better side. Uh, and Yarragon improved early, but they haven't gone on with the job at the moment. They're probably pretty evenly matched. I'm going to say Yarragon in a close one. And then we've got first playing 11th, Bullen Bullen against Anil Madanam. Um, well, you, you, surely the Lybirds get that done easy. Yeah, the Lybirds yeah. are hosting that one. So, I mean, I, you know, having said, and the reason I pause is because you'd be aware that, uh, you know, the top side, surely this is their chance to manage, freshen people up. You know, McCallum has a rest. Uh, Gray has a rest. There'll be a few missing out of that one today. I'm, I probably should have gone into their lineup and taken a look at uh, their team, but you'd imagine they'd be resting quite a few. Uh, but they should still get the job done against the Bombers, you'd reckon. Yep, mm. they sure should. And obviously, Katani have the bye. Katani have the bye, that is guaranteed. Uh, and that won't change <laughs> for the course of the afternoon. That's the Ellen Bank competition. Of course, it's round what there? Round. 18. So round 18, two to go after two this one. Two to go there. And uh, round 16 action here in West Gippsland this afternoon. And uh, it is uh, going to be a beauty here. The final scores, I can't get them to you at the moment. 
Can't quite read the net, but it looks to me like the uh, Inverloch Conwack boys are celebrating a win in the reserve grade there. Uh, so they'll go on there with only a couple to go around 16 action here. Inverloch Conwack hosting Turidan Dalmore in the SEN track. Match of the day this afternoon from 2 o'clock. Someone's just handing us a team sheet there. Thank you very much. There's probably I'll get you to check that, Aids. I reckon there'll probably be uh, a couple of changes on there. That's the way they operate uh, as a rule. So which team sheet have you got? I've got Turidan Dalmore here. I'll there'll let you be know. changes. I guarantee there'll be changes. <laughs> they come out in the ground. It'll probably be easier to look at them and uh, tick it off the list. Uh, as they start their warm-up there. I'm going to say while you're doing that, uh, we're looking at today's contest here. There's a couple of key things to look for in today's game. We're going to preview this now because I suspect we won't get an opportunity uh, given the nature of this competition not allowing us to start the broadcast game at 10 past two. So we'll try and do this now before we throw it back to the studio. Uh, the two Saint boys for Inverloch Congwack, pretty important. Tate Short, a very impressive defender, uh, is going to be important for them. We saw them against Nanagoon a couple of weeks ago. Bailey Patterson played a terrific game. Uh, as uh, did Will Hams. I think uh, McCorn's going to be important for the Sea Eagles as a bigger guy and uh, want to see a bit more of Dawling with the footy in his hands going back. First game of the day, Harvey and another young bloke there in Turlick is one to watch for with the Sea Eagles as well. For the uh, reigning premiers, the visitors this afternoon, um, we're looking at there. Unchanged. All ticks you unchanged. You wouldn't read about it. You would not read about it. And I'll, I'll guarantee you they hadn't put it up on HQ. I thought oh, they're definitely playing games here. Speaking uh, of games, bit of mind games here. The visitors have gone to the home end of the ground for their warm-up. I didn't know there was such a thing. Well, little things like that as a footballer can, can affect you depending on how so you see. So why is that the home end? Well, Inverloch's rooms are on that side, I guess. You could you could call it that way. Yeah, I've never paid any attention to that, I must say, but uh, it's an interesting observation. We'll see if that impacts uh, what happens there. Uh, just rolling through this lineup, of course, but, uh, Hayden Batali-Simmons for Turidan uh, is having another wonderful season. He's been terrific. Proctor's starting to hit a bit of form. Lenders is always good. Brent McCaffer finds himself in pretty good nick as well. Julian Suarez comes back into this side, as does Will Lumby into the ruck. I think Lumby comes out of... Um, one of the Ellen Bank clubs, I can't remember, yes, might have been Poo Wong, actually. He's played all his football at Poo Wong. Yes, yes hand, that's right. Handy ruck and defender, Will Lumby. Yeah, so he'll be, it just, he gives them a bit of height, which is important. I see them out there warming up. I um, got his word that he'll be lining up at full back today. Well, that comes up on the, yeah, I, I did see that uh, as well. You shared me with that last night. We'll wait and see. I, I still think he's a ruck option, but we'll see. I'm not sure, sure he's is. played most of his footy. I want to see more out of Scanlon up forward for Turret, and I think... Um, it's a big one. I think you'll get the match-up with Jarvis Pryor, who's one of the best one-on-one defenders in the competition. Yeah, that's going to be good to watch. We'll keep an eye on that one. We'll get that as we get to the start of this contest. So we'll marry that one up there. But uh, I've seen Scanlon play very, very well uh, in another competition. And so far, we haven't seen it from him here. Lenders is the other one. I think he's a really important player for the Seagulls there as well. What are your thoughts before we throw back to the studio on both of these sides, Boxy? Well, I think, as most games do, particularly when you get towards the top end of any competition, it starts in the midfield and 
I think the Seagulls really miss Big Peaver Wright. He's been out for about a month or so now. And Just his physical strength. Yeah, and his ability to give his midfielders first use. When they played at Coral Inn, they almost lost that one. If it wasn't for the monstrous performance from Brent McCaffer, who probably had about 15 clearances and did not have one hit out to advantage his way, I don't think, for the day. So that's where it starts. If Marcus Toussaint and Clint McCorn can give their midfielders first use, I think it can be a, go a long way to inblock getting the points today. Obviously, they're without Ethan Park, though, which is massive. He was best on ground for the Sea Eagles last time they played mm. Turret and Delmore. So mm. they're without him. They've still got a lot of talent in there in uh, Oscar Toussaint, Marcus's older brother. They've got Lachlan Scott might run through there and obviously Andrew Samalis, who's a multiple league best and fairest winner. So it's all going to be in there I against Patoli, Simmons and, and McCaffer. But I think... It is That is true. And, and the return of Blake Grewer for Turin and Delmore could be massive because that's what they were lacking over the last month, a bit of firepower up forward. Yeah, saw him just warming up there before. He's got a beautiful kicking action on him as well. So uh, let's see if he can get his hands on the footy and have an impact early early here for the visitors this afternoon. It's time for us to go back to the studio. This is Saturdays in Gippsland. We'll quickly, uh, actually, we'll get your tip on the other side of this one. This has been Saturdays in Gippsland. Uh, really appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you again a little later on. Coming up, the match of the day here on 91.9 in Vlog Kongwak against Turin and Delmore. Don't go anywhere. It's coming right up.